You're listening to the Geek and Glitter Podcast, where we talk all things geeky, from fashion to lifestyle. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 50. Can you believe it? We are at episode 50. I'm Wendy Lee, and joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Nikita. Hi. Hello, hello, Wendy. How are you today? I'm doing so, so good. It's a lovely morning. I'm happy it's the weekend. It feels like it's been kind of a busy week with May the 4th and then Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. There was a lot of content, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) so much but good stuff good content fun stuff i mean i love this time of year every year because everyone is on the same page of just general nerdy support and love and happiness exactly um and kind of speaking about may the 4th i kind of want to jump in and talk about some of the all the stuff that was celebrating star wars uh, one of the things, of course, aside from if you can't get to like Galaxy's Edge or watch a Star Wars movie, you know, even wear a Star Wars shirt, obviously you do something like that. But uh, they had this uh, at Disney, a very limited edition legacy lightsabers with Luke and Leia's lightsaber, which Leia's lightsaber has never been made before. And that's crazy. And they made this available um, for purchase on may the 4th and i believe the consumers if you wanted to get it you had to get a uh shopping reservation in order to do the shop because it the the limited edition is only three thousand (laughs) yeah and you have to have to make that a uh you know available for a lot of people that want it so from what i've read i didn't girl i didn't even attempt I was just going to ask, did you try? Or, no, that just wasn't happening. <laughs> I saw that it was limited edition and I went, no, I'm not going to try for it because so they made a thousand out of the 3,000, they made a thousand available for Walt Disney World area. Okay, makes sense. A thousand for the theme park here in Anaheim, mm-hmm. California, and then a thousand online. Uh, and you all know by now my luck with. <sighs> buying things online those bots they just get you know we don't even look online anymore at this point because like you said the bots are out of control maybe i should get bot training at this point because there's just no winning honestly (laughs) like maybe maybe that's what we've been doing wrong our whole life we should have just been (laughs) doing the bot (laughs) and then resell things so you have to get a reservation in order to do any of the shopping you can't just walk into the store and be like i want one which in the happy like in my perfect scenario it would be you know unlimited supplies and everybody but only everybody can only get one for themselves obviously of course let's not be monsters here um and then you can get one but you know you can line up and go get it and now that that was the case i honestly wouldn't mind waiting a couple of hours on the internet to get mine but that's not the case so uh, I heard it just kind of, I guess, like put the the negative stuff ahead. The online stuff sold out quite quickly. Of obviously, course. the resellers are already reselling it on eBay or wherever they resell for. I heard a rumor was like upwards to like almost a million. I no, feel like please. that might be that might be no. stretching it. I would like to hope that it's not true. That's insane. Why, yeah. guys, we just all want to enjoy a piece of the Luke and Leia pie, you know, yeah. nicely. Let's play nice, guys. <laughs> a little something for everyone. Uh, I guess if they were to resell it, I can see maybe like a couple thousand. I can't see somebody paying a million dollars. Not a million. That's ridiculous. Even though it is a limited edition and it's really cool. So I dropped the link in our show notes so you guys can see what we're talking about here. It comes in a gorgeous light, like a cream color box. It's got a little bit of age and distress on it. Um, the design has arabesque written on it. I haven't gotten like the the uh, formal, any sort of, anyone on the internet what the arabesque says. So I might have to look for a translator because mm-hmm. they have that somewhere and uh, try to translate what it says. But as you open it up it um has little quotes i believe one quote from i want to say yoda another one from obi-wan kenobi but music starts playing and i think it's leia's theme song i didn't know this and i think some people didn't didn't know especially if you didn't look into it right um my friends from ordinary adventures peter and kitra 
um, or Kitra, I always say her. I want. I always want to put the emphasis on the e, but it's Kitra. <laughs> um, so she specifically did not watch any sort of videos, read up on too much on the legacy lightsabers, and so when she, her reaction is so genuinely just uh, infectious, like I almost cried watching Aww. her. <laughs> so the music starts playing its Leia's theme, and if you remember from the end of. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, what Ray did with both Luke and Leia's lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. It is wrapped in the exact same color fabric. So it's oh. that burnt orange with the little like leather tie around it. So that you lift it out so of the box. Cool. You did it. And you lift it out of the box and you unwrap it. And then you open it and it's to the two hilts side by side. And right. I think there's like a little bit of weight to the both of them is what she said as she opened it up. It that sounds so amazing. Cool. Yeah. I would like to time it like after watching the movie, right after that scene is over, and then open it up for the, the tears already. Oh, the tears. Yeah, it was cutting <laughs> onions in here. That would be am- Can you imagine showing like your kid? Right. Say they're really into Star Wars and you have right. them watch Rise of Resistance because they're not going to understand like limited edition this, shopping, whatever, exactly. reservation. But imagine presenting them with the box and then having it. Oh, my God. I think the kid would literally believe that Jedi and everything's real. (laughs) Forget Santa. I've got lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one of the things I thought was really cool on um, May the 4th and seeing kind of people who were really happy that they got one. And then also we got um, the episode drop of the very long episode of The Bad Batch on Disney Plus. So I think that was just a really cool way to celebrate May the 4th. Right, right. Amazing. Like you said, this was this has been a fun, fun, fun week with these drops and releases and again, good geeky stuff all around, except for the bots. (laughs) Yeah, no bots. (laughs) Bots are bad. Um, And speaking of now that we're in May, Nikita, uh, we're inching closer and closer to that summer. Yeah. So I recently, um, I follow this very popular YouTube channel and fitness personality, would you say it? Yeah, yeah. Um, her name is Cassie, but she goes by Blogilates on YouTube. And she always has these really cool challenges and whatnot on her channel. And in February, she did this, uh, I think, I don't remember what it was called, but the challenge was to move for at least 20 minutes a day for... 14 days, 15 days is something, something like that. Uh, And I did it and I felt great. And especially if you're really busy and you don't have the time to commit maybe like full hour of workout, 20 minutes and and the way she does it with, you know, she implements a hit into her workout routine. So you're and so no breaks, you just go, 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 go. And it's really great. So she has a new one now. It's called hashtag hot girl summer sculpt. And it's a it's a full on like program where it's fourteen days. You're active for half an, at least half an hour a day for fourteen days, and then she also included a shopping list and meal plan, so you can go like the full hundred percent if you want to. So right. I started that at uh, May third was the first day for me. And how do you feel so far? I hurt everywhere. Oh, boo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I feel like, you know, rainbows and sunshine and birds flying and butterflies flapping by the flower. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I gave myself a rest day yesterday. So the, yesterday I felt like where I was like butterflies and rainbows and, and stuff like that. And the thing is, I have to remind myself with these workouts is I'm the kind of person I'm very much like a I want instant gratification. Mm. So after a half an hour workout, it's like, Oh, obviously you're not going to see results. So right, I'm just kind of right. like, where where are the abs? Where are they at? And then, you know, so I'm trying to make it a point this time to like not really check. I, you know, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not obsessing over that because that's not the point. The whole point that she wants to do this is to just keep you active for 30 days and make you get get you feeling better you know especially now that things are starting to open up exactly right yeah she went ahead and said she's like you know this is not a physical appearance thing it's really more of a you know to make you feel stronger and healthier than anything else and if you like happen to like what you look like at the end it's an added bonus cool 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 
well, I will be starting this. <gasps> um, and I will report back in two weeks with progress. I'm going to try to stick to her meal plan as well. I mean, obviously, if there is something I either don't have or can't find, I'll do substitutions that are kind of in line with what's in the program. But I have to say, the fact that it was free, it's free to anyone, is mm-hmm. really impressive. Because normally you would pay, you know, hundreds of dollars with someone to actually, you know, take the time to write this all out for you, coming up with the daily meal plan. And it's not like, you know, just one meal here or there. She has, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, some snacks as well. So the fact that she did this, I think is really, really cool and really smart for her business. Because I know people will stick with her well after this is over. So, yeah, I'm excited to try this, but I'm not excited for the soreness of the muscles (laughs) that I know will come. (laughs) I usually like feeling sore, but after it was the day two workout and it was like all thighs and stuff like that. And Uh, I just... Leg days are, yeah. mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, for some reason, this workout, that one specifically got me because there were some jumping lunges in there and I don't... I love them as much as I love burpees. (laughs) (laughs) burpees suck they are horrible i hate them like i wouldn't want to wish them on my worst enemy i really wouldn't burpees yeah they're out of all the exercise combination moves you can do burpees are definitely the worst i'd rather hold a plank for five minutes Uh, same here give me a plank right i will do a million crunches but Mm -mm. burpees mm -mm. but they work that's the whole thing i know and i hate that i had a trainer once that was when you did the jump up part at the burpee he wanted me to as as i jump also bring my knees up to my chest (gasps) oh more torture i was like oh so every time i landed i was like i hate you so much (laughs) i hate you In all fairness, you know, after a certain age, like literally on your 30th birthday, things start to creak and spasm. (laughs) So we also want to be careful now. Very, It's very true. Yeah. It's like I do modifications now when I can. I'm just kind of like now past past the age of 30. I'm like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm." like, oh, this this squat's going to be a little slower (laughs) with a lot more breathing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and of course, after uh, I, I work out, I sit in front of, you know, I get my water, I towel off, and then I kind of like lay on my yoga mat. Right. And uh, I turn on a little Netflix. <laughs> Just so that's your cool down. That's your that's, stretch. That's, that's my cool. As, as I stretch, I'm like, all right, I think, I think it's time to watch a little, a little Netflix. And so uh, as before the, uh, I think it was Monday or I think it was Wednesday on Wednesday's workout. I was like, all right, I'm going to put on Netflix, relax as I stretch, drink my water and watch the circle season two finale. Of course. And I loved it. I had a feeling the two, the, the one person I said, I said, if this player continues to play the way they play, I think they're going to win. And Mm. I was actually surprisingly right. I'm really happy for this person. I don't want to, I'm saying, I'm using a very vague pronoun because I don't want to uh, spoil anything for anybody just in case. I know it's out already and, you know, the interviews and stuff are everywhere, but it was a very satisfying uh, win, I think. I think the right person got it. So I'm really happy. I'm really happy about that. And now I'm starting to dive into the circle France. And then after that, oh. it's the circle Brazil that I'm going to watch. Oh, my gosh. I've seen the Brazil one on Netflix. I didn't know they had a circle France. Yeah. Oh. So if you want to uh, – so for me, like, I, I haven't, like, practiced spoken French since high school. So I went right. to, like, test myself to see how much I can understand. A lot of yeah. it is coming back where I was like, oh, my God. But they speak obviously very fast because they're fluent. So it's a little bit without the captions. I'm like, wait, wait, what what now? (laughs) So it's really cool. I've been watching that. That's been like my my new thing. So I guess after every workout, I like let myself watch like half an episode. And then I have to go go shower because I can't sit in my sweat. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Super, super cool. Yeah, I need to dive into the French one because I did not know they had that. And Look you speak Netflix. fluently, right? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this will be a little similar to you. It'll be great to keep everything sharp and fresh. No one here in LA speaks it, so. Oh, how sad. I know. I Come know. on now. Los Angeles, get it together. Get it together. Speak French. <laughs> Let's be international here. <laughs> right. Do you have any updates for us? I do. So I started this show um, on HBO Max called The Big Shot with Bethany. 
So Bethany is Bethany Frankel from the Real Housewives of New York. So if you are a Real Housewives franchise fan, I'm sure you know her name because she's been one of the, I'd say, most famous women to come out of that franchise because if I'm not mistaken, New York was the second ever franchise from the whole production. I think they started in Orange County first and then New York came. So she's been in it for like well over a decade at this Mm -hmm. point. So on this new show called The Big Shot with Bethany, she's looking for a personal assistant. She has this massive empire at this point. Like she has a skinny girl cocktail drinks, popcorn. She has a clothing line now. She does books and publishing and anything and everything you can think of. She has her hands and name in at this point in her life. So the premise of the show is like a standard reality competition show you know she has like five or six people vying to be her personal assistant with an emphasis on them being very social media savvy so naturally that has kind of attracted a younger demographic of contestants to you know apply to be her assistant where i find it interesting is that i'm noticing a lot of what i would call generational whoops come up in the show. So for example, one of the contestants wore a crop top during one of the episodes during a fashion shoot. Like they were all tasked with, you know, getting two or three models together to put on a skinny girl clothing fashion shoot. Now, Bethany thought that was entirely disrespectful. Like how, I mean, she had a crop top on with a blazer on top. But Bethany was irate over the fact that she wore a crop top. She still considers each episode like an interview. She was like, how dare you? You know, why would you do something like that? She, the contestant, and the others were kind of like, you know, not a big deal. You know, she still had a blazer on top of it, dressed pants, still looked put together. It's not like she had a crop top and shorts on or anything like that. So I, I'm curious, Wendy, what do you think when it comes to some of these things? We, I think we're going to now see a lot, especially because of the pandemic, people being a little bit more casual with their outfits, because this did tape, I think, last December. So things were slowly opening up again. And the younger generation, do you think we're going to see a new wave of what's considered business appropriate or work appropriate attire, maybe even school appropriate attire? Are we going to be more lax now? Can I go to my job at a Fortune 500 company with a crop top and baggy ripped jeans, but I have heels and a blazer on over it? Does that make it okay? (laughs) Oh, man. It's interesting because I think you and I are at that age where we're kind of like the in-between where where I can totally justify certain scenarios being 100% that kind of attire, tasteful and fashionable crop top. Not I don't mean like bikini, you know, at bottom jeans like that kind of no. right. Let's save that for after hours. <laughs> Change into the after hours. That'd be cute actually if you wear like actually, a crop top with a blazer but like and like you know and, nice and her like pants were high waisted so yeah, like you saw like, it was like 2 sleek inches of skin look, yeah with heels like little mini heels oh, that right. would look so cute i'm thinking about it already but then like drinks after work like let me go change my pants and you you know exactly. drop the waist a little bit right. or take off the blazer oh that's cute transformation and she looked really cute she had a hat the color palette was all like it matched i honestly did not see anything wrong until bethany started complaining so i think i've been brainwashed too <laughs> yeah i think so i think so my first natural reaction when i heard the word crop top and then job was a Oh no. But then as I more thought about it, it's a fashion shoot. Right. This is, you know, we are in the 2020, 2020, 2021 era now, uh, or year. And I think fashions, fashion also continuously changes. So I think personally, at a, if you're at a fashion shoot, social media related type kind of thing, and if you keep your crop top, the way you wear it and style it, uh, fashionable and you're conscious of like what you're doing, it's a little peep peep. Of, of the skin right. I honestly think that's tastefully done totally fine and like you said she was matchy matchy you know she had the color palette down people probably complimented her on her outfit um I honestly think that would be okay fortune 500 company you might want to check with like at least your you know direct over person and be like hey I'm kind of thinking if you're okay with ah. talking to them about something like especially if they're female 
I feel like depending on the kind of person your boss is, you may or may not be able to approach them about this topic because some of them would be like, why are you thinking about clothes? It's kind of like, well, you know, this is important for some people. Exactly. Like it may be maybe kind of uh, what's the word like not frugal, but um, it's, it does start with an F. I can't think of it, but like. It, it may seem like it's not a big deal. Like it's just clothes, put on whatever. But it's like some people find the joy in wearing nice clothes, fashionable clothes right. to work. And like like also like what if they hate their job? And like fashion is the way they're coping it's with it because the they need this job. Have, right, right. Yeah, you take that away from them and then it's really become a joyless job. So I really think it's one, you have to be conscious of your your situation. And I think I didn't watch the episode, so I don't really know exactly the detail, the, the vibe of everything and how it went down. But she obviously, one, knows that this is like a job. She knows that camera is going to be on her. And I don't feel like she thought that Bethany was going to lose it over a crop top. Was it how far up was the crop? Was it like up to her? Whoop, it was like under the boob. No, it was a little bit lower than that, and she paired it with high waisted slacks. So you probably so had an inch maybe or two, an inch maximum, two inches of skin. Oh, showing. that's nothing, right? And that's a blazer yeah. on top. So again, like I said, I didn't even, I didn't even blink twice or think twice about it until Bethany complained about it, and I was like, oh, I guess, she, yeah, in her mind. She would find that inappropriate for work, but at the same time, this is a fashion photo shoot, and I think she looks cute. And again, it wasn't, you know, like belly button out and, you know, all that stuff. So it was interesting because I thought it was a very clear generational gap in perception of what was appropriate to wear for that fashion shoot. And I like what you said there, the question you posed earlier about like the fast track due to COVID. And I think a lot of the times because of COVID, a lot of meetings and the way work shifted has gone to, you know, work in office to work from home exactly. and everything via Zoom. So you can like business up top, you can bullet yourself, your whole body, you can business up top, <laughs> party up top, but party on the bottom, if you right. want to put it that way, like sweatpants, <laughs> pajama pants all the way. Right. And now as you know, things are starting to reopen and maybe companies are saying, come back to the office. I also think that, you know, with a bunch of people, having unfortunately have been laid off and then companies are ready to rehire again when they do start hiring perhaps younger people i think that is going to shift your usual quote-unquote workplace vibe and your usual by by that i mean kind of the more old-fashioned right you know way but i honestly think we need to switch it up i think the the workplace the work culture sometimes is is too depending on the company um sometimes it can be too strict sometimes it can be too like what's like i i, I feel i feel we still see a lot of like misogyny in offices Very and true. what's what's expected for a quote unquote assistant versus you know, if you're a CEO, executive, you know, somebody with, with that kind of a title. And I, I'm not saying the lines should blur. There should de- definitely be like a level of respect for certain people who are seniors that have, you know, worked so long in the company, but they also, in the same breath, they should not get away with talking down to the new people. Just like, it's like, look, I know you've been here 20 plus years, Steve, but you don't need to throw your coffee cup at me because I didn't give your damn coffee order order correct. Steve, Steve, don't do that. So I think with the younger generation, I'm hoping to see like, we have to change the the work, um, the work culture. And also the, um, you know how in the past it's like even if you're a little sicky, you don't want to miss a day at work. Yes. So you call out. It's huge with a lot of people, right? Yeah, I used to do that. If I was sick, I definitely would like stay away from people and let them know like, hey, I'm sick. Right. You know, I wiped down my shit so <laughs> people wouldn't have to touch stuff and, and get sick. And granted, it was a smaller office so and we were very spread out. So it was it was OK. But I hope because of COVID, the work culture now should absolutely be. I don't care if it's a little sneeze and you feel a little a little weird. Let's just have you take the and take the day or just shift to work from home just if somebody is exactly, really sick. You shouldn't right. feel the, the, I think the problem that people would like suck it up and go to work because they're sick is because they would get reprimanded. 
and feel then feel guilty for being sick for calling out just because they're sick right which yeah. is something that happens to everybody at one point or another yeah like my right. old managers not with this previous job and because talking about uh you know other other jobs <laughs> that was not collider collider <laughs> collider was actually very like if somebody was sick like we made them go home uh, we are, yeah. yeah, we're like, you Which need I to go. think is how it should be. So, exactly. Yeah. Go home. We can all communicate via computer. Well, you don't need to be here. Like, it's fine, especially exactly. with COVID. I really think it's proven that, like, anybody who ever said, like, you have to work, you have to work in the office, it promotes this and that and this, uh, you know, creative thinking. And it's kind of like, actually, no, no, it doesn't. I, I think we're actually a little bit more productive at home. So. I know a There's lot of people that. have said the same exact thing, that they mm-hmm. feel like because they're in a more comfortable and relaxed environment, there's less pressure, less stress. Yes, they will still clock in on time from home and get everything done, but they are, there's just a um, better ease about getting your work done. Yeah. I know I feel way more comfortable in my pajamas and my robe and my coffee mug on my desk in my home mm-hmm. than you know having to put on work-appropriate attire and then traffic and then get to work and, oh, I forgot my thing at home and then, oh, and I'm sneezing because I'm sick on top of it. Yeah. And it's just like way more stressful beating traffic and now you can wake up and you can work from your bed. Nobody's right. seeing it. Why does it, what does it matter if you say, if you're a writer, if you got to, you know, drop nine articles today, exactly. why does it matter if you write it from your desk or your bed, if you're getting the writing done and it's great writing? doesn't right. matter getting if the work really done doesn't. if the quality is the same if not better then i'm all for it yeah exactly the consumer's not going to know this article reads like they wrote, <laughs> they wrote it from their bed <laughs> right they were in their jammies when they wrote this <laughs> where can i find this bethany show so it's on hbo max and they've been dropping two episodes a week so far so they have four episodes up right now um, and each episode is a little different, especially when it comes to the contestants, because she, if you know her, she has no filter and does whatever she wants. And she's not really following the guidelines of the reality show. So really? There are people she's sent home that now she's bringing back. And there are other people you wouldn't think would get sent home that she's sending home. And then she's hiring people mid production. So I wonder if like producers a- are like, oh my God, oh my God, we got to onboard them, get them, them signed. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it interesting. It definitely kind of gives you that incentive to keep watching because it's like, oh, in the middle of this episode, she just hired someone randomly, but she's still looking for a personal assistant. What's going to happen next? Oh, <laughs> my God. I can't wait to watch. I cannot wait. That's amazing. It's messy. It's reality TV. But hey. That sounds like something I can now watch now that the circle is over after my workout. It's a great filler. You don't have to think. There's no right massive yeah. usage of brain power to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. So, Nikita, so, I'm curious about this next thing you've got for yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was hysterical. And I know you're not supposed to do things like this, but I found it funny. So We do not earlier, recommend. We don't. Right. Disclaimer. Do not do this. Do not try this. Don't attempt this. This is not for anyone to ever do. But earlier this week, a patron at Universal Studios decided to jump out of one of the rides in order to retrieve something. As of right now, we don't know what um, they jumped out for exactly. You know, I don't know if it was a phone, a wallet or whatever, but there is a video on YouTube of him in the middle of a ride, just kind of jumping over the side for a few seconds, bending Mm -mm. down and then jumping back in. So like, I guess, protocol would be at any amusement park, they shut down the ride, you know, lights went up, they stopped it. One of the team members ran over, you could see him kind of chatting. And then that team member, I guess for the sake of maintaining like the ride being shut down, just declared it a medical emergency. But I don't think that's exactly what it was. And then after it was over, the ride continued. And that was that. So my question for you, Wendy, is... What is the one inanimate object you would jump out of a ride to retrieve? Oh, my gosh. Um, without knowing what ride I would be on, probably, gosh, an, an inanimate object? Inanimate, so. I probably wouldn't do it. I, I honest to God, I don't think I'd do it. I think it's my theme park training kicking in. 
<laughs> and hearing horror stories like this man's lucky he didn't get hurt and the vehicle right. actually was at a parked position and there's no other thing right. on the yes, side to clarify this was the universal studios tour and this was i guess the king kong section so it's you know level ground but the the ride but the itself is like shaking moves. side to yeah. side with the, he could have gotten his foot crushed if he stepped thing, it in though. the wrong place right because the cars are tilting side to side with the king kong effects going and it's in one of the tilts he jumps over to get whatever it is that fell and then jumps back in. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think like if I was on a safe ride, safer ride, like a tram ride and not during King Kong, like let's say it's the Norman Bates hotel area right. and you're outside, you're parked. It's just a street. It's just, you know, asphalt. And I drop my phone because I don't have my wallet out when I'm and I, my, my purse is in my lap. So the things like that, or I have a backpack on. So it, th- those are not coming off my body <laughs> unless you pull <laughs> off me. But I would say if I were to drop anything on my fo- on my person, it'd probably be my phone because especially on something like a studio tour tram, I probably would be like taking a photo or like, you know, like, oh, oh I, this right. is a cool video and it slips out of my hand. And then I like maybe jump out and get it. I personally have never done that. But if I were to lose anything on any other ride, like obviously not getting out on a, on a roller coaster, but like no, a no, no, slower no. moving ride, like a Pirates of Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, you know, the studio tour. Like, I guess that would be the extreme that I go if I were. But honestly, if I dropped it, like that's on me. I'm being, being not careful with my own things. Uh, I would, I would honestly never though. Like that freaks me out because I'm thinking about at the portion where he jumped out knowing King Kong and like not fully understanding how the mechanic works, but I'm just thinking like it really could have been a medical emergency. Crushed you. It could have crushed him. He could have fallen back onto the screen and broken the LEDs or or the whatever screens that they use in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like, I thought, you know, when you first put this topic on here, I was like, oh, he got scared by the King Kong ride. <laughs> Not, no, so. No, no. <laughs> Not so. Not <laughs> so. You guys, hold on to your things on the rides. Don't jump out. Wave your no. hand. The cast members, if they can get it for you, and they if it's will. not broken, they they will get it for you. I feel like this person just maybe it was their first time at a theme park. They Could didn't be. understand the etiquette, and they panicked when whatever was so precious to them fell off the ride. Right. Would you jump out of the ride for anything? Like you, it would have to be my phone, and it is a very slow-moving, chill kid attraction <laughs> type ride. Where if I don't see like a team, because my first instance, I used to like to find a team. I'm just like wave my hands, like oh my gosh, my phone, my phone. And then if I don't see anyone or no one's running over, and it's a slow-moving thing, then maybe yes. But that attraction at that point. Absolutely not. I'm just, I'm going to be upset. Yes. And unfortunately, I have to wait until the ride is over and then be like, hey, I dropped my whatever, you know, in the King Kong portion. Can you please go get it for me? Because I'm panicking. Yeah. Can I just say, though, this the the studio tours at Universal Studios? Um, I can't speak for Orlando because I actually haven't been. Do they have one? I don't know. I haven't been. I don't on, remember if, if they, I've been. I don't remember if they have the studio tour, but... I feel like they would. They would. Yeah, right? I feel like they would. But uh, for for I guess relevance to to us, we'll talk about the one here in um, Hollywood, and also having worked there, like you know, being being uh, a cast member, like kind of know a little bit of like the you know how things work backstage, if you will. Um, so specifically on the studio tour, if you drop something and you raise your hand and you hope that you didn't fall under the like the tram wheels and has the trams like rolling over. Because yeah. by then that's like you just say goodbye. Just hope then you have insurance so on the <laughs> Yeah. Even if you have a strong case, it's gonna it's gonna be done because those trams are heavy. But if you right. wave your hand, the um tram uh the your your tour guide will actually stop the tram wherever they can stop like if they can stop immediately they will like if they can't stop in the middle of jaws because the thing everything's going (laughs) right but um once you pass it they can actually stop park they'll radio all the other moving trams for them to stop so then they can jump out grab your stuff for you and in an extreme situation once when i worked and i was on the whoville stage so this is the whoville set 
right before you get to the Norman Bates, uh, the Bates Motel. Right. A guest, I guess, really needed to go to the bathroom. Like, I don't know if it was number one or number two. Oh. Um, but they really had to go. So they actually stopped the ride right in front of the stage and they let her out because we had bathrooms there. Okay. And they let her use the bathroom. But the thing is that I was waiting to go on stage. So I was sitting as a stilt walker. I was sitting on like the little scaffold that they hit, that they make for us. Right. With like like some of my costume on. Like it wasn't complete because I was some, – some of the things I like to wear after the uh, – uh, what do you call it? After I have my stilts on. So I had like oh, one stilt okay. on, one stilt right. off. And then like so my pant leg was up and I like saw the guest walk through and I'm like eh. – I'm supposed to be here. This is backstage. Who are you? I didn't say that, but I, we're all just like silent. Like all the conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. all silent. And that because she like awkwardly walked past us. We're just like, does she have to go? They're like, she really had to go. Like afterwards. Wow. So don't test the theory, obviously. But this was a uh, probably a special circumstance that it, it was she needed to use the bathroom and they, exactly. they let her use it. Um, so just let let the people know. And then they like continue move, moving moving forward. Uh, with the thing but I, I will just say yeah that's that's that and also before you go on to this the studio tour it's a solid 45 minute ride go to the bathroom there's a bathroom right before you line yeah, up go, go before definitely go before. go before because I've also run into like towards the end where I'm like oh my god I gotta go but you know I hold it because I'm not I'm not gonna have anybody no stop. yeah exactly mm-hmm. why stop the entire procession I just run to the bathroom like after. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to our next segment, our main topics for yes, today? Let's do it. So, um, when Nikita and I tell you that there's been a lot of things dropping left and right, we are not kidding. We have Marvel Phase Four announced. Well, I mean, look, it's been announced technically, but Marvel very smartly put out this amazing uh, video that's called Marvel Studios Celebrates the Movies. They start you, you know, get you on the emotional feel with Stanley's uh-huh. voiceover, talking about how it connects to people next to you, around you, to the way movies make you feel. So they showed that, you know, crowd audience reaction of Avengers Endgame when <sighs> the on your left moment happens. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And they say, you know, kind of like, don't you miss being at something similar to like, don't you miss the movies? The movies are powerful. Look at the way it can make you feel. Here's what we have coming up. And they showed off titles such as Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and the Ten Rings, um, which we know are coming up. But the surprise starts with when they show the Eternals and they gave us actually some sneak peek of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. Now, I don't know much about the Eternals yet, um, but I do know that it's directed by... Oscar uh, winning director Chloe Zhao, which I think is pretty cool to say. Uh, we know Gemma Chen's in it, uh, Kumama Nanjianji's in mm-hmm. it, Sama Hayek, Angelina Jolie, a blonde Angelina Jolie with some wait. sort of a cool looking sword. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing. And then to round off 2021, we end the note with Spider Man No Way Home. But for next year, also phase four, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder. And then when this next title popped up, I cried immediately. <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Wakanda forever. Uh, I love the title because I immediately just assumed that they would call it Black Panther 2 with a tag. But I think they're completely right. just calling it Wakanda forever, which I think is a nice nod to um, celebrating Oso and kind of knowing acknowledging that we will forever remember Chadwick Boseman and the impact he had on the industry and on 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 you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it's still really sad to me like I think about it till this day where I'm just kind of like man like I can't believe he's not here I know such a like uh, Uh, what a loss what a terrible loss like screw you cancer really right right um, and then, of course, the next title we have is not Captain Marvel 2, but it's no, called no, no. The Marvels. The Marvels. <laughs> the Marvels, which I'm very excited for. We still will get to see, yeah, Carol and Monica Rambeau yep. and Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala, Kamala, I, or uh, uh, what's her name? Kamala Khan. 
Kamala Khan. So I'm very excited for that. And then rounding out, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And then at the end, they pop up a blue four with a circle. Right. Fantastic Which four. Which I did not expect. So could we round <laughs> out Phase 4 with Fantastic Four? Or maybe at the end of like, what if they show us at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? The mid or post credit scene is you see our four, our four Fantastic Four in space. Right. Just right. a sneak peek. Like that'd be really cool because that w- that's essentially is not rounding out. It doesn't end with a movie, but it's a tease of like what's to come in phase five. Exactly. Yeah, and Ooh. that's exactly where I am too because notably left out was Blade. So I, I know a lot of people are curious like, okay, with the little tease of Fantastic Four, and them not showing Blade, but we know that's, you know, in, I think it's in production, if not pre-production still, and it's definitely coming. Is there going to be a phase five or are we just going to be thrown so much over these next two, three years that our eyeballs are going to fall out of our head with all this <laughs> Marvel imagery? Oh man, it's going to be amazing. I feel like Blade would be probably phase five, but I'm very excited for it. I think it's, uh, uh, who is the lead? I want to say Wesley Snipes, and I know he's not the lead. Marshala Ali. Marshala Ali. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was amazing as Cottonmouth. Yes. Uh, and I was sad that he departed, his character departed the show so quickly. Right, right. Because season two just didn't feel the same without him in it, you know? I agree. Or Luke Cage. Uh, and I really just and that was the first time I had ever actually watched him anything in anything. And he's really captivating. He was for an evil guy. He played it so subtly and well. Oh, so, so I good. know as Blade, it's going to be fantastic. He's going to be fan. Oh, God, he's going to look so good. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. But I do think we have we've shoved enough. Uh, titles into one phase (laughs) so I think Blade is definitely coming I don't know if they feel like they can do Blade as the first movie right out of the gate for phase five but I'd love to see it Mm -hmm. unless they delay it more and make it phase six but that's like a long time and they announced this in 2019 so I really feel like it's got to be phase five because they announced it already exactly but all the with all these titles that they released Nikita which one are you most looking forward to? Which three? Oh, oh, oh let's do top three. I was three. just going to say one, one is super, hard. super, super hard. Um, and in no particular order and without, you know, implying in any way that the others are not going to be as good or bad. Definitely looking forward to Wakanda Forever. Also really, really excited for Shang-Chi. And then oh, the third one... Can I tie between the Marvels and Doctor Strange? Absolutely. Yeah, because those, yeah, I'm sorry, it's four. (laughs) There you go. That's okay. I'll do four as well. (laughs) Great. So which ones? Which ones for you? And also in no particular order, uh, I'll say Black Widow because this has been long overdue. I just Mm. can't wait to see this movie. And then I would say uh, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Wakanda Forever. Yeah. That's the most anticipated. Because here's the thing is I feel like I'm going to enjoy all of them. Like of I'm course. very much looking forward to Spider-Man No Way Home. Very curious right, to see, right. you know, what characters show up or don't show up in this one. But I think because of WandaVision, I'm very curious to see what role Scar- the Scarlet Witch is going to play in Doctor Strange. And mm-hmm. then plus the multiverse. Like I feel perhaps... Spider-Man No Way Home gives us a little bit of a look into the multiverse or the Spider-Verse. I agree. And then with Doctor Strange, we full-on dive into the multiverse. And also, speaking of that, with Loki coming up in June, June, um, on Wednesdays, they're going to air that like two days earlier than they originally announced. I know. So good. I think we're going to see a lot of alternate, alternate timelines, multiverse, that kind of thing started to pl- start to play in. So their plan is starting as I, you know, He's kind like, of twiddle my fingers. <laughs> Mr. Burns fingers. <laughs> this is, this is very exciting. I'm very happy for Marvel. I think that video that they put out is genius marketing. It, because it they end it. <sighs> it really was like that tagline. Uh, we'll see you at the movies. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Such and Nikita. Um, stuff. 
such good stuff and talking about too many content for our eyeballs there was also something else that dropped this week do you want to talk about it absolutely so we got a pre-teaser to the teaser which we also got for stranger things season four which has been now i guess years plural in the making i think largely in part due to the pandemic last year um but it is super mysterious but also exciting to see this teaser because i think we're finally going to delve into 11's background a little bit i know now there's a bunch of you know theories online about what all the easter eggs and little things in the teaser meant um i'm leaning towards we are going to see her past i know some people are saying oh this could be like current we're gonna see you know how dr brenner was in the lab with all of his subjects or could even be a glimpse into the future. Like maybe she'll have to help some of the, you know, subjects that are still left behind who apparently all have numbers like she did. You know, she as 11 wasn't by herself. Um, I don't think it's necessarily future, maybe a little bit present, but I think we're really going to get into her past and how she became how she is and um, some of the other, you know, subjects and their powers. Because we got a little sneak peek when she found a few I think it was back in season two, um, like some of the other kids and their powers that they have, they're not all exactly the same. So I can't wait for season four. I think it's still not slated to come out until next year. But until then, this teaser was just a nice little taste to see what we have in store. And again, good stuff. Good, good, good stuff. Yeah, the uh, the teaser gave me major creeps uh, because, you know, and for the first time ever, I think, we got to see inside the rainbow room. Exactly. Where, mm-hmm, where Eleven came from and kind of seeing all the other kids and you're kind of going, oh, wait. And obviously they all kind of rock the same vibe, the shaved head, the gown. But they're right. all playing with like puzzles, toys. Puzzles, yeah, toys. But – when when you're older you've recognized okay these toys are really more like puzzles they're to help kids you know with developmental skills and straight off the bat we see kids uh too playing on a little rainbow painted on the ground with cars but apparently they're using telekinesis to push the cars around the colors of the rainbow because we don't see their hands you know really touching them so again we know that obviously there are other kids who have powers and that are being created for something. So season four will give us a lot to, I guess, put the puzzle pieces together and figuring out what is going on. And uh, hopefully we get to see Eleven. Is she listening? We'll find out. Yeah. Didn't that give you the creeps because you don't know what happened? Like, right. does does Dr. Brenner say, Eleven, are you listening after he walks into the room or is that a whole separate scenario? And right. why is she the only one not in that room? Exactly. Like, are all the kids getting like, I don't know. I want to. I want to say the word "kill," but like that's kind of where my head goes. Well, yeah, and like she's in, the surviving one. It, which is what it feels like, because in the teaser that was released to let us know we were getting a teaser, all of those same toys in the teaser are covered in blood. So something bad happens, but like you said, apparently Eleven is either the only one who made it out alive or who just made it out enough to, you know, survive whatever tragedy occurred in there. Which is crazy. It's crazy to see what's going to happen in season four. And also another thing to note is that all these kids are going to be so big. They are, right? (laughs) They're big now. Not, so, not not really yeah. kids anymore. <laughs> like teenage, older than teenage, right? Are they, are they, they were like 11, 12. So they're, eh, yeah, like mid, still mid teens, almost late, late teens. teens. Yeah. Like that's, that makes you feel old. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I knew when I saw her in Godzilla versus Khan, I'm like, look how grown up she I, is yeah, now. Yeah, I know, I know. Literally watched her grow up. In front of our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you go on Millie Bobby Brown. You do your thing. <laughs> Love her. Um, yeah, I'm very curious to see what we're going to see in season four. I yeah. love the tease because it gives you, I think as a fan, sometimes with shows like Stranger Things, like 
crazy theories, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, what does this mean? The clock is at three. Does that have right, significance? Right. The magic A-ball signs point to yes. Exactly. What is yes? Yeah, and so much more. So I can't wait. We don't even know when this is coming out. It, the date's no, been it kind of on... Un- 2022, but no month, Ooh. no date. Yeah, so it's a little bit more of a wait. But not even this year, huh? Not even this year. And I think we all kind of assumed it would be at least late this year. But um, no, all we know is 2022 so far. And that's that. And that's that. Should we move on to our shout out corner? I mean, yes. I, I have to admit, I'm a little sad this week. Why? Because I didn't pick food. And I, I did <sighs> that on purpose because I wanted to be good. And do something different. But deep down, I wanted it to be food. You're so funny. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of food, before we, we get into our picks, um, did you, uh, you, you made it to the Ugly Mug. I did, yes. What did you think? I thought, first of all, it's super cute. And I didn't realize inside they actually have ugly mugs. <laughs> so on the top shelf in their merch area like you have to look up you will not know this if you're just kind of scanning the room i made it a point to like look up i don't know why and there's a top shelf that's really high lined with these kind of scary (laughs) ugly faces like the mug is shaped to look like a face it's it is ugly it is horrific and (laughs) unattractive that's right I saw them on your insta but i actually never (laughs) noticed them because i don't typically look up Next time you go to the right, look up at the very top shelf and you will see some ugly mugs. Oh my God, how funny. <laughs> but I'm glad great. you went. It was it was very cute. And I have to say the service was spectacular. The um the employees they were super sweet, very nice. And I got the blueberry lavender iced coffee, which was delicious. Yum. I wonder what they what it is, like the blueberry, like is it an ac- extract? Is it like what? Because I want to make it at home, but I don't know where to, like where does one get lavender? Right. That's actually a good point. I'm not we should sure. Look it up. We should look it up and see if we can make mm-hmm. our own. Also, you know, if we can't, can't ever get to the ugly mug and we miss it. Right. But, we can make it at home. Mm-hmm. So if you're not bringing food for Shout Out Corner, what are you bringing us? I'm bringing The Imperfectionists, which is a super, super cute Etsy shop that makes beautiful, cruelty-free, vegan, treat-yourself pamper products. So if you like to have yourself a little spa day at home and you like things like bath salts, bath bombs, soaps, you want to light a candle to get the mood right, they have all of that ready for you to go on Etsy. Whoa. Well, all right. That's awesome. They have something I'd never heard of before called shower steamers, which are kind of, uh, how do I explain it? They're kind of like a soap, but you don't rub it on yourself. It is infused with essential oils that are, you know, nicely scented. Um, they have eucalyptus and rose and other beautiful sense and basically you can put it either on the floor or corner of your shower and just if you put it on the floor i'd say put it by the drain be careful we don't want you to slip in the top but as the steam kind of hits the steamer it releases the aroma and beautiful essences of the essential oils which kind of makes your own in-home sauna like experience oh my gosh shower steamers i'm looking at it right now Mm -hmm. they do look like a bath bomb but they're more like flat right exactly yeah so they're not round i mean they're round in circumference but they're not you know like a ball not a sphere but they do have bath bombs as well so if you like bath bombs again they have eucalyptus peppermint rose scented lavender scented bath bombs they have bath salts that come in these cute little test tube like containers um yeah and everything again is cruelty free vegan homemade at home by hand they also have a soy candle Uh, so again this is perfect if you like your little at home treat yourself spa without actually going to the spa and dropping you know a hundred dollars just to be in there for 45 minutes 
This is amazing to like. What a way to treat yourself, right? And I mean, you can also gift it. A lot of the products come in a gift package format, so you can get a collection of one of each item in a little gift basket. It would make great birthday gifts, Mother's Day gifts, Father's Day gifts. So if you know anyone who likes that kind of stuff, especially because it's handmade, cruelty free, and vegan, I think this is a fantastic gift. And it's beautiful the way、mm-hmm. the aesthetic of the、uh, bath bombs、yeah. with like all the whether it's lavender, eucalyptus, rose, like yeah, actual rose petals are in the bath bombs. Yeah, yeah. Imagine all that stuff floating in your、mm-hmm. bath, all milky and pretty, and smells delicious. Oh my god, I want to sit in a bath so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing this、uh, to our shout out corner. This looks yeah, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, run over to their Etsy shop. They're also on Instagram. And right now they're brand brand new. They just started their shop within the last two three weeks, so、Ooh. they have a couple of discount codes and promos going on. And if you purchase something from their shop, they will also send you a little like welcome ten percent e discount code. So yeah, take advantage. Go run 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 run. Treat yourself. This is amazing. I am especially interested in the Aura cleansing gift box. So it comes with bath salts, bath bomb. Sage and I don't know how to pronounce this correctly. Palo Santo, like the little、um, like barks or、uh, branches. Right. It's kind of like a in like it's like a natural wood aromatic、mm-hmm. incense. That's what they're saying. That looks like something that is right up my alley. Oh my、Get、gosh! It. Do it. And it. it also you can purchase、um, matches. So if you get the 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 aromatic like oh the wood or the candle,、mm-hmm. and you don't have a match or anything like that. Oh, don't you fret, my dear. You can also purchase a cute little bottle with a stopper of matches as well. Oh my gosh, really? That's so cute. Oh wow, I love this so much. I can't, and I love the oh, oh you know like for me aesthetics is everything. Yeah. Um, just the vibe, like I feel just happy and warm and cozy. Right again,、uh, another thing where the color palette is just right. It gives you that spa treat yourself feel with the warm hues, the neutral tones, the earth tones. It's great packaging and marketing. I love it. Oh my god!、Look、and everything、that. you see, it's not just for the you know the photos on Instagram or their Etsy. Everything does come packaged this way when it is delivered. And you've already used yours, right? Because you see, order all gone. Oh, Mike! Already, you're like, yes. There was no hesitation. <laughs> Jump in, right? Open the package. You took a shower. It didn't matter. And, and、uh, like you were saying, it smells amazing. Oh my gosh! I can't wait. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna treat myself to something, something. Do it, do it, do it. I will, and、I'll, if I do, I'll report back. Please. <laughs> <laughs> So for my shout out corner thing, I did pick food.、Woo-hoo. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, it's good because deep down I wanted to, but I was trying to be good. <laughs> <laughs> we just one off. We just offset each other every week. <laughs> There we go. That works. <laughs> so my pick for this week's episode is、uh, the Momo Paradise Hot Pot. So this、oh、is. There's a whole story with this. I'll go quick because I know we're at the end of our time. But Mobile Paradise is a decent driving distance from Dustin and I, so it's not too close, not too far. Good distance away, and it's also not the like the che- it's definitely a treat to go.、Okay. So、um, just just know that like you know,、um, it's not something you can do every day. I mean, you can if you have the money, but it's essentially a hot pot, shabu shabu. And this place was like <clears throat> out of all the hot pot places I've tried. In the area, this is probably my favorite in quality and service. And they unfortunately had to close because of the pandemic,、Ooh. so their shop's been just cleared out and everything. And I'm just like, oh my god, how sad! Because we only gone like two, three times before they closed, and it was really hard to get reservation at this place already. Like the second it opened, I couldn't get a reservation for two weeks,、right. um, which is crazy. So Dustin and I were very sad that it essentially had closed, and then I got an email and saying they're doing a grand reopening as of this past Monday.、Uh, no, sorry, this past Wednesday. So they had opened up and they're back. So I was like, I gotta shout them out on the podcast. So if you guys、right. don't know, it's so good. Have you had hot pot before? 
years ago in Japan. That is the last time. But you got some authentic stuff. Almost two decades ago. Yeah. And it was amazing. But I haven't gone here because I kind of look at all restaurants a little side. I like, you can't do what I had in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) So this place, um, I I think is, is really, really good. You know, you, you pick your broth and then you pick you pick your your protein your meat, um, and what you want to cook. And then they have for their vegetable section, it's like a bar, like a kind of like a buffet bar. Okay, so you can yeah. go over there and you can pick it. But what I liked is that in the they put them in smaller containers, which means they run out faster, which means okay. they have to refill faster. So they have Fresher. a chef, mm-hmm. exactly. They have a chef actually um, in the prep area. That's that station right behind where you go and get the vegetables that are always watching, cleaning. Um, and this is all prior to the pandemic, um, refilling. And if you mm. don't see something, they'll chop it up for you. So, and you know, it's super fresh, like, and it's also like not been sitting out there for like the entire right, time that they've been right. open. So I love that they have a whole like milk tea station, Nikita, that you oh can gosh, make your own. So they have the regular milk tea. They have the Jasmine milk tea. They have a couple of other sodas. And it's like, all of that oh, is, you know, um, all you can drink and they have boba on the side. They have aloe jelly on the side, whatever you want on the side. So that's kind of another reason why we really love Momo Paradise. So not only their food is delicious, the service is excellent, is also the added bonus of like as much milk tea as I want to drink in this, <laughs> right. in this sitting. And they actually time it with the like reservation. They time like your eating ex- experience, they say call it about two hours. And okay. we're like, oh, no, we can eat super fast, like or whatever. But as we're eating, I was like, you know what? The two hours sounds about sounds about right. Um, even if you have multiple people in your party. So they time it so that they know when approximately one party would get up so they can um, clean down the entire table and reset it for the next guest. So I think that's pretty cool. I haven't gone back yet. I haven't made a reservation yet for uh, Mobile Paradise because they are doing indoor dining. I'm not quite comfortable with that yet. And I also want to see how they do it because – the tables, from what I can remember, already weren't close to you, each okay. other, because they have to make room for, like, the pod and the large parties and stuff like that. So never we had, like, another, uh, you know, um, family party sat really close to us in, like, the past times that we've gone. So I want to walk by sometime today and take a look and see um, just how much change they made to the restaurant, yeah, to the space. Yeah. But I, if you're okay with indoor dining, I recommend Momo Paradise. If you can find other locations, there's one in Arcadia. I see there's that. There's one yeah. uh, Miramesa, uh, San Diego. There's one in Torrance. So there's definitely three locations that you can go to. Gotcha. This is really really cool. All right, I I need to get my sister mm-hmm. to look into this and try it out for me because I know she will run. <laughs> I love it. I I that love is, it. Yeah. This is really really cool. And yeah, at least they have quite a few locations here in SoCal, so that is very doable. Highly recommend. And look, like when when everybody when you get like fully vaxxed and when your sister is, like that could be a thing that we do. Exactly. Right, right. You know, once everybody's vaccinated, I think that would be that would be something fun to do if if we feel like we are comfortable doing it. Comfortable, <laughs> yeah, like going in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is really nice. and uh, the pictures make it look absolutely delicious. And it's just kind of fun to like cook your own like, you know, it's kind of fun to like dip I it in a little that bit. So much, right, right. Yeah, don't it's overcook so your meat. Don't leave it in there for too long. Then it's going to be tough. Because we don't, we don't, yeah, we can't be chewing forever. Mm-mm. You got to get to that milk tea bar. <laughs> right, exactly. You have to save room for the milk tea bar. <laughs> oh, and I they give you that. ice That's cream so at the cool end. <gasps> Stop. Yeah, it comes with it, with, with your with your meal. So I think it's cute. This is great. All right, I so we are doing this ASAP. <laughs> Absolutely. I wonder if they have outdoor options. I should go and see what changes that they've made. Because ah, if they have yeah, outdoor yeah. options, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Then we're, we're going. 
Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Is that the end? Did we do it? We we covered everything, didn't we? We covered everything. Nikita, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It's great topics. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun because so much good stuff happened this week. I know. And I, and we skipped last week for my own mental health because I over scheduled myself and I texted Nikita. I was like, I can't do it. And I have too much going on. And she was like, no, no, it's it's okay. <laughs> Don't freak out. Time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here again. And now we're back again. So to our listeners for tuning in, thank you so much for checking us out. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you download podcasts. And of course, we're hosted by Anchor. So that means if you're listening to us on the Anchor app, you can also leave us a cute little voicemail that we can listen and play back on a future episode at no cost to you. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, you can email us at geekandglitter at gmail.com. That's geek, the letter N, glitter at gmail.com with any questions. And Nikita, of course, going to you, where can everybody find you on social media? I am on Instagram at Nikita.Francois and all the other lovely socials just at Nikita Francois. You can find me everywhere at Wendy Lee Zaney and you can follow Geek and Glitter on Instagram and Twitter at Geek and Glitter. Same thing, Geek, the letter N, Glitter or www.geekandglitter.com and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye! Bye!